the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Do you know who you are? I know who I am. Let's talk about that next. You know, the real danger of not knowing who you really are, as we'll find out today from Pastor Napoleon Kaufman, is the fact that if you don't know who you really are, circumstances and culture around you will dictate who they want you to think you are. And therein lies the danger. Welcome to Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman, who will turn our attention to Galatians chapter 3. I know who I am is the title of our message today. We invite you to spend time with us as we explore the truth of who we are in Christ. Here's Pastor Napoleon. The revelation of who you are is very, very important. And I'm not just, I'm not talking about what you do. I'm talking about who you are. The revelation of who you are is very important because the devil consistently will try to question or get you to question your identity. The enemy wants you to be confused concerning who you are and how God has designed you, how he's made you, and your connection and link to him. Remember this, before you were in your mother's womb, he knew you. And it's important for us to be stabilized in this because your circumstances will lie to you and try to get you to be convinced that you're, you're not who you are. The enemy wants to confuse you. And if he can get you confused with your identity, now he can start to get you to compromise and go down a road of destruction so that you don't fulfill the, the purpose of God in your life. You have to know who you are. Not just what God has called you to do. I thank God for what he's called me to do. It's a blessing. But, you know, that changes too. One day you're working for this company, and next thing you're working for another company, and next thing you know you're doing this, and you're, that, can, that may change. But who am I? I know that. And we have to be secure in that, rest in that, and regardless of our circumstances, never, lead, never lose that footing in your life concerning your identity. I'm not confused concerning my identity. I'm not trying to figure out who I am. I know who I am in God. And that is something that God wants to establish within you. Now, you may be in this room and you may say, I don't really know. Well, that's why we're preaching this message. Because we want everyone to be stabilized. Galatians chapter 3, and we're going to look at verses 26 on down to 29. And then we're going to go into chapter 4 and read all the way down to 7. We're going to start here in verse, in verse 26. He says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. 
He says, for you are what? All sons and daughters of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ gives you the opportunity to become sons and daughters of God through our release and faith in him, the infusion of his divine nature in us now, and then him working out this process of sanctification and redemption, all this stuff that he's working on through your life. But your positioning is established through your faith in Christ. Okay? You repented of your sins. You've released your faith in Christ. Christ now has given you his nature and you have become a son or a daughter of God. Now, if that's not something to shout about, I don't know what is. But it's something that you and I have to constantly remember and be fixed on. He says, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Now, look at this, y'all. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Okay, now listen to me, y'all. When, we, when, we're, when we're baptized, we're, it is an outward declaration and display before not only just the people that are here visiting and watching you get baptized, but all of heaven is watching. You are identifying with Christ in his death, his burial, and resurrection. Christ is in you, but now, I like this, he says, but you've also put on Christ. Now, Christ is, he is within you, but now his presence, his power, his nature now comes upon you, and you begin to reflect the one that you have been connected to. Watch this. Now, you start to receive some of the divine DNA. His nature has come. So now, and we're, we're studying this. We just studied this in the Rock School of Ministry and the Doctrine of God. Now God begins to share his moral attributes with you. He, he can never share his essential attributes because that's what makes him different than any being upon the face of the earth that's ever existed. None of us are omnipotent. None of us are omniscient. None of us are omnipresent. None of us are eternal. Those are his essential attributes. He can't share those with you, but he can share his righteousness. He can share his love. He can share those things. He, the, from a moral as, aspect, from a moral perspective, he begins to share and infuse within you these characteristics that come from God. And now you begin to reflect the Lord on a day-to-day basis as you're giving up the old you and embracing the new you. As you're letting go of the old Adam and you're embracing the new Adam, Christ. And now his nature begins to flow through you. And so we have to see that we put on Christ. So now Christianity isn't just something that is a matter of faith. It's also a matter of lifestyle. Because now people begin to see Christ on you. They don't just hear you talk about him. Now they see him being revealed in your life. Why? Because I put on Christ. Don't you see my smile? It's not just an internal thing. It's also an external thing. God will clean you up. Can I have an amen, y'all? Can I have an amen? God will clean you up. 
He'll start to change not only just the inside, but now you put him on. Now he's changing the outside. And people look at you and they say, what happened to you? And what you can say is, I've just been hanging around God. Man, you look changed. Man, you're not all dirty, man. What, 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 what happened to you? Man, God changed me. Man, you actually take showers now, man. Yes. I don't have unclean spirits in my life. I have the Holy Spirit in my life. So, yeah, I take showers. I'm clean. God begins to work on you. Come on, look at your neighbor. Tell him he'll work on you. He'll work on you. He'll work on you. Jesus didn't die to leave you the same. Can I have an amen, y'all? He died to change your life and to make you like him. Now, watch this because it gets heavier, y'all. He says in verse 27, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Now, look at this. He says, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the word. So we have to understand this, the limitations and barriers that we put on people because of their race, because their socioeconomic situations because of their gender these in christ we have to understand that there's no special christ for men and then a lower christ for women there's no special christ for jews but then a lower christ for gentiles can i have an amen there's no special Christ for those that are free and then, and then for the slaves. It's the, there's no. It's Christ has made us all one. And he's broken down the middle wall of separation. And he's put us on an even plane. Well, this is something that you need to know about yourself. That I'm not, that, that I'm not, when it comes to my life, that I am, I'm on an even playing field, regardless of what society tries to say. And I'm not really concerned about society. I'm concerned about the kingdom. And what is my standing in the kingdom? And then if the kingdom is working with me, if the kingdom has come to, to me and in me and through me, what happens is the kingdom will push me forward even if there is barriers. Can I have an amen? But I don't limit myself by agreeing with my accusers. Ooh, I'm not feeling this right now. I, I'm not agreeing with you. If you, you're saying I can't prosper because I'm black, I don't agree with you because I'm a part of the kingdom. And if God want to open a door for me, he'll slam that door open and there's nobody that can stop him. I, I, I can't, God can't use me because I'm a woman. The devil is a lie. God will open the door and he'll move you and there's no one that can stop you. Why? Because the kingdom has come. But you got to know that, well, I'm a woman, so, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. I, I can't, I can't, I can't. You don't know who you are. Can I have an amen, y'all? Can I have an amen, y'all? You better know who you are. Know who you are. And you may, there may be some fighting that you have to do. But if, you're, but if Christ is with you 
and you know who you are, he'll push you through. The devil, this is what he wants to do. He wants you to agree with him. Look at you. You just got out of prison. You can't do nothing. You just got out of prison. You can't do nothing. You just got out of prison, man. You, you, you can't do nothing. It's a lie. You're, you're a woman. You, you can't do nothing. You, 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 can't, you just stay over there. Look, you, look, at, you, look at you. You, you know, you this race. You that race. You this race. You're that race. You can't do it. You, do, you know, you can't do it. And the devil will start lying to you. And then this is what we do. We'll turn around and say, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And then, and then we get stuck in the little box. And then the Lord is saying, well, wait a minute. Did you just read what I said here? That there is neither Jew nor Greek. That there is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. Now watch this, y'all. And if, and if you are Christ... Then you are Abraham's seed and heir. Somebody say heirs. Oh. Ah, I love this. So when we look at the word heirs, if you're an heir, you're one who has an, an inheritance. Abraham, through his faith, he activated Relationship and covenant with God. Jesus Christ, who was the seed of promise, was the heir and the recipient of the blessing. But then God has connected us and made us in Christ. And given us opportunity to access the promises that were made to Abraham through and in Christ. And so what happens here is... You have to understand, all of us have to understand that he, uh, the heir, an heir is, a, is one who has an inheritance, a lot, a portion, or a share. And it's through faith that you have access to that. It's not through doubting. It's not through unbelief. It's not through not knowing who you are. It's not through confusion concerning your identity. It's through understanding who I am in God through faith in Christ and then realizing that God has a lot for me. I don't have to strive for it. I don't have to strive for it. I don't have to. It's there. I'm an heir. My father has set this portion aside for me. And I have to rest and trust in that. <laughs> and but watch out, because this is going to get heavy here. And I have to rest and trust in that and understand that, that God has something for me that's for me. Can I have an amen? God has something that's for me. It may not be what you have. And it may not be what they have. And it may not be what I want. But it's what the Father said that I needed. <laughs> My God, I'm going to running in this place. It's what the Father says that I need. Now, the Father is in control of this. So he begins to distribute as he sees fit. He controls that. He controls the distribution. But I know I got an inheritance. 
because I have faith in Christ. And so, and, and, and my, 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 my gender can't stop it. The color of my skin can't stop it. Whether I'm slave or free can't stop it. It's an inheritance for me. And so we have to get ourselves in a position in life where we know we're so secure in who we are in God that we know what I need, God knows how to distribute. That that's a secure place that I'm not worrying about. Jesus turned around. He said, he said, take no thought for your life, what you shall put on and what you shall put Are you much more valuable than the sparrows? He said, you can't add one cubit to your stature by worrying. But some of us up all night. (laughs) Can I have an amen, y'all? We can't even sleep. And I'm not downplaying the reality of life's challenges and tough stuff. But at some point in time, you got to throw your hands up and say, I'm a son of God. Can I have an amen? And God knows what, how to get me through this. Can I have an amen? There's a place of rest that you get into that we have to make sure that we usher into. He says in verse 29, and you, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. God has something that is an allotment for me. He has a portion or share for me. And I have an inheritance that belongs to me. Every individual has to rest in that because, let's look at verses 1 and 2 in chapter 4. He says, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all. But is under guardians and stewards until the time, somebody say time, until the time appointed for the father. Now watch how this is because this is what happens in life. And this is what's happened to humanity. And we see the picture of this from a redemption standpoint. Understand that the child doesn't differ. And this is what he says at all. He says, I say, look at verse 1. Now I say that an heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all. Sometimes... And this is a problem. If you don't know who you are, your circumstances will convince you that you're someone that you're not. But at some point in time, you've got to grow up. Can I have an amen? He says he doesn't differ at all. They look the same. But this one has something different that's in store for them, even though they look just like the other people. And sometimes when we're going through life, this is the, the dichotomy. It's the, the confusion. Sometimes we see this happen. Man, why am I up and then I'm down and then I'm up and I'm down? What's going on here? Then sometimes I got money, then I don't got none. Then I got, and then you go through the process and, and, and if we're not watchful, the ups and downs of life will convince you that you're not, you're not an heir. But you got to know that. The devil's not going to tell you. These streets not going to tell you. 
The drug dealer and the gangbanger are not going to tell you. The, 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 the man that comes into your life that just want to have sex with you, he's not going to tell you. The, 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 the lady that just connected to you because she's looking for a sugar daddy. Come on. Oh, y'all know. Y'all, where my amens at now, ladies? Where my, lady, where my amens at now, ladies? <laughs> she's not going to tell you. <laughs> as soon as you start going broke, now, now she want to leave now. Now, now you want to leave. You got you to gotta understand who you are. Because it's going to be life. Life happens. But if I know who I am and I'm an heir, and it, may, it doesn't seem like I differ than, than anybody, than a slave. Because look at my situation or what I'm going through. It doesn't seem like I differ. But I got to know that no. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a son of God, though. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. What's going on in your life? I don't know, but I'm, I'm God's child. <laughs> Man, you sick, but I'm God's son. I'm going to get up from here. You got some problems, but I'm still God's child. We're going to make it through it. And what happens is you get to a place where you're so secure in him that it confuses the devil that you're not confused. Can I have an amen? You're so secure. It confuses him when he doesn't know what to do. He told, he said, hey, God, if you let me touch his body, ain't that what he told Job? He'll curse you. But he was so set on God. He would not be moved. Job would not be moved. This is the challenge that we have, but we got to know who we are. Can I have an amen, y'all? He says here, he says in verse 1 and 2, let's read it again. Now, I say that the, that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all. But is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father. Understand that for the Jewish nation, when they came out of Egyptian captivity into the wilderness, God gave them the Ten Commandments. He gave them the law, the moral, civil, and ceremonial law. He established that with the children of Israel. And the law was a schoolmaster. It was for an appointed time for preparation. It was the guardian and the steward, you're going to see here, to help the people to understand that that they needed a change of nature, not just a change of circumstances. Their blessing was on them, but they needed to understand that the blessing wasn't just about what God was going to give you externally, but what God was doing in you internally. And the law was there to remind you. The problem was the law never supplied the power to overcome their internal condition. The law told you that you were wrong, but didn't infuse within you the power to do right. So, but it was necessary. Somebody say it was necessary. It was necessary 
to help to awaken people's, the Jews' conscience every year that they were sinners and that they needed the blood to help them and to, to make a propitiation for them and to cleanse them. That they needed that every year on the Day of Atonement. The priest would have to go in the, the Holy of Holies with a rope around his waist. He would offer up the sacrifice. And every year they were reminded, you need God. You need help. Your nature needs to change. But here comes Jesus. Once the guardians and the stewards have done their job and the right time came, this is what he's saying. But when the time came that the father had purposed, what happens? God begins to give us the revelation of, of grace and faith and how now we have a new covenant in Christ. Well, thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. This program is the production of The Well Christian Community. And we pray today's broadcast has blessed you and has encouraged you in Christ. If it has, would you take a moment and let us know? There are several ways that you can contact us. First, by mail. The Well Christian Community. Address your envelope to 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also stop by our website, learn more about us, and drop us an email. Thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. And then, of course, by phone, 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. As you visit our website, don't forget to look for the link to our Facebook page, And if you're on Facebook, simply search The Well Christian Community. You can even follow Pastor Napoleon on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. Until next time, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may he bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.